Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Number 96 of Major League Baseball's lockout and there are no negotiations scheduled as of this morning after Major League Baseball declared a deadlock after Sunday's talks back in fourth. And right now we are going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to talk over the CBA negotiations with Bob Nightingale, USA Today's Major League Baseball columnist. Bob, we always appreciate the time, man. How would you characterize the current situation with the CBA negotiations? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't use the word MLB used. Deadlock, stalemate, you know, what have you. Uh, ever since they left Florida, it hasn't been the same. So, you know, going, going nowhere as the uh, time keeps, you know, clicking here. Uh, you know, both sides are up in arms at each other. What is the biggest point of contention in your mind? Is there a single thing? Like, I know there's a lot that needs to be, uh, the, the, the gap needs to be closed between the two sides. But if there was one thing that you could point to, what would it be? Yeah, dealt with the luxury tax. Uh, that that's it. I mean, only twenty five dollars a minimum salary. You know, that's that's nothing. Uh, even uh, spend more. The uh, the bonus pool that's fifty million dollars apart, but the bonus pool didn't even exist before, so that's no big deal. It's just getting everybody online with the luxury tax. You know, the uh, players wanted to start at two thirty eight to go to two sixty three. Uh, you know, MLB 220-230, is pretty much just to stop the runaway spenders. Like the, I, I think if the Dodgers had not had a $25 million payroll last year, this wouldn't be an issue. But now with the Dodgers doing what they did last year, with Steve Cohen uh, threatening to have a $300 million you know, payroll uh, in New York with the Mets, I think it scares teams. So, Bob, I, the last couple of – negotiations or offers what we've heard i mean it doesn't seem like the players are hedging at all on the cbt the owners aren't hedging at all on the cbt i mean it looks like both sides have basically dug their feet into the ground and said we're not moving off of this what needs to happen for either side to move because i mean for me i've gone the ultimate pessimistic route where it feels like that we're not going to get a negotiation done this year yeah i yeah i don't believe that i mean that would be uh, i've never heard yeah, either either side thinking that long. I mean, the longest people had ever talked about was one month, which looks like that could happen, you know. Uh, you know, if things go smoothly, I think we'd, we'd be starting the season on May 1st. But I think, you know, on the CBT, I think the owners would go up to 230. And I, I think the players would uh, go down, too. They maybe figured out some kind of uh, some kind of cost index or something on how much it goes up, you know, from there. Uh, like I said, just Teams are uh, teams are afraid of what the Dodgers did and what the Mets may do. You know, only only two teams went over the uh, luxury tax last year: the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, only nine in history, but you know, four or five teams were right under it last year. So you know, the union is correct when teams you know consider it a, a, a cap. And they, uh, you know, obviously the Cardinals will you know never even come close to approaching it. 
the Cubs went over it once or twice, but, you know, are back down since. So it's not affecting that many teams. You don't have, you know, you can spend what you want to spend. But I think that, you know, the owners want to really punish the teams that soar way past it. So I guess what I don't understand, Bob, and like, if you're an owner right now and you're looking at this and you're saying we, we don't want it to go up because we're afraid of the Dodgers or the Mets, like we can all look at this clear, clear eyed and say like they're going to go beyond it regardless. They, they don't even care about what the CBT threshold is. The Dodgers last year were at 266. You mentioned Steve Cohen. He's, he's spending like a drunken sailor out here. He doesn't seem to mind where that CBT threshold was. He didn't even know what it was going to be before they signed all of those guys before the lockout existed. So what are they really trying to accomplish here by holding those teams back if they know now they're not going to spend below this threshold regardless of what that number is no they just want to punish them that they do uh like like your tax purposes Dodgers were actually 285 uh you know that high and so the closest team to them was the Padres so if you're you know teams in the rest of the National League West you know you don't want the Dodgers if you're spending 100 million dollars more than you do it's almost like the old days of the Yankees uh, it's pretty much designed for the Yankees. We're kind of runaway spenders. So that's all. And I think, you know, I think push comes to shove. You know, instead of a financial penalty, clubs will love them to be penalized with draft picks. You know, you lose a second-round draft pick at some point. You lose a number-one draft pick. Because draft picks are more important to a lot of teams than money is. So, you know, it, it hardly affects anybody. But if you're in the same division those two, it's like, okay, you want those teams to be penalized or punished for going that much higher than the leisure tax. Bob Nightingale of USA Today is joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Bob, another follow-up on the CBT, because uh, one of the things that I've been wondering over the last few days, really since we left the Florida negotiations, is, all right, so uh, we're missing games now. What's the end game, especially for the player's side? Because the owners are, are going to win this negotiation. We all know that. It's just a matter of how much. What do the players get in return for it? Especially when it comes to this CBT what do you think they would have to give in order to get what they want, which is an increase there? Is it the 14-team playoff plus all of the rule changes that the, that the owners want? Is there is there something more that they would have to give? Or how do we get there? How do we get them to say yes? No, there really isn't that much. You know, you know the, uh, there's been a lot of concessions. I mean, the minimum salary is getting about 130000 per player right now. Uh, so, you know, both sides have given concessions. I think the players have made out, you know, quite well in this so far. Uh, you know, obviously they'd like to make up for what happened in the last two or three, like, you know, uh, CBAs, but, you know, you can't do it one fell swoop. So uh, it's going to be real interesting. But I think a, uh, I mean, the owners can already put in their uh, own rules, uh, and the union agreed to that yesterday with the three new rules, you know, going to 2023 if they want. Uh, you know, otherwise, there's not much else out there. They're already, you know, the players have got the uh, get permission for the uniform, you know, decals and patches and all that stuff. That's no problem. The players got the DH. It's just, you know, moving those luxury tax. I think one thing that would move the luxury tax is if they went to 14 teams instead of 12. 14 teams is worth $100 million a year. 12 is worth about $60 million a year. So 40 times 5 is $200 million right there. That would do it. And the players say, you know what, we just don't think it's right to have teams with losing records make the playoffs. We think 14 teams out of 30 making it is too much. we got to put more emphasis on winning the division. So, you know, 
kudos to the players as far as, you know, valuing their integrity, saying we'll take less money, but we want the integrity of the game still established. Do you feel like, though, Bob, that that is going to have to be the sacrifice that the players give up? Because, I mean, we feel at least that that seems to be their their last main negotiating chip in all of this. And to get the CBT to where they want it, does the 14-team playoff have to be their sacrifice? And they don't want to. They're set in stone. It's almost like now it kind of looks bad, especially with the MLB agreeing with the union, saying, okay, we will have 12 teams. I think to go to 14, then all of a sudden – Especially after everything they've said is like, okay, okay, we took the money, money over the uh, the integrity. So they're kind of putting themselves in a corner there. But I do think if they go to 14, then they can talk to the owners and say, okay, we'll go higher in uh, luxury tax. You give us this, uh, we'll, we'll give you more luxury tax. So that could end to be this, you know, the uh, the final thing. And then, you know, when last week when when the uh, MLB finally conceded to go to 12 teams. That look like that might push it. I mean, they dropped the penalties, but yet that the leisure tax threshold, you know, never went away. What's next, Bob? Where where do we go from here with these negotiations? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, uh, you know, four times already, MLB's asked for a federal mediator and got turned down. Uh, something needs to give here, uh, and I, I think at some point there's got to be another deadline. You know, maybe uh, you know in a week or ten days. Where MLB says, "Look, you're not, we're not going to dock you for missed uh, pit, for missed games. You're going to get your full salary as long as you agree by this date. If you don't agree by this date, you're, you're, you're losing your two, you're losing your paychecks." I think, I think that's what's going to take. He's Bob Nightingale. Check out his work over at USA Today. We always appreciate his time here on BK and Ferrario. Bob, all the best. Hopefully, soon we'll be able to talk with you about some real baseball that's taking place on the field. All right, looking forward to it, guys. Thank you.